Of course, as soon as I hit record, it sounded like my PC was trying to take off. Maybe it is. Um, please don't do that. I need it here. My computer flew away. <laughs> is, that, um, is that a good enough excuse to not do work these days? I suppose so. <laughs> Dog ate my computer. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Hello and welcome to Fuck Me Dead, the podcast that brings you the stories from Australia and its buddies that just make you say, fuck me dead. I'm CJ. And I'm Amanda. And I just made a horrible mouth noise for you to edit out. I'm so sorry. Yay. This concludes <laughs> episode 74 of Fuck Me Dead. No. <laughs> this is it. This is where you quit in a rage of my mouth yep. noises. So many mouth sounds. I shouldn't be able to like freehand draw the sound of you saying um, <laughs> but I can. Look, I mean, I probably can. I suck off. at drawing. That's not... Does mean <laughs> just because I say um so a lot doesn't mean oh, anything. Oh man, to edit so many of those out. <laughs> I was going to say the listeners right now have no idea what we're talking about, but I say it before every point I make, and it's ridiculous. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I, if there's a way, I wonder if there's a way I could go to Audacity and be like, look for this shape and just delete it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really handy if it you could. It would be handy, but I can also see how it would just like not work at all. Because like it would just rip mm. out anything that looks vaguely similar. True. I mean, I th- I think I've gotten better. You would probably argue that I haven't. <laughs> you don't make the weird. She used to make this noise at the end of sentences. Yeah, and I never I, noticed I it until we started editing, and then I no- was noticing it in real life, and I'm like, what the fuck? Why? Why? And how yeah. are you making that noise? It's a really weird thing, and I don't know how or why I make it, but it's a little hmm sound at the end of things, and I don't know why I do it. Yeah. It's so weird. I like, do it in real life all yep. the time. And I'd never notice it until we started editing. I'm like, what the fuck Same. is this noise? Same. I never noticed it until I had to listen to myself speak constantly. Yeah. And then I realized and I was like, what the fuck? Why? What is this? <laughs> Honestly, you ever want to notice your own annoying speech patterns? Try podcasting. I definitely think I've gotten a lot better at it because of the fact that every week I hear how I speak and it pisses me off. So I make like, conscious <laughs> effort to fix it. But even then, I have to pull out a lot of my uhs and stuff. And, like, there's still the odd mouth sound that slips in there, but it's nowhere near as bad as it used to be. I think it's natural for people to make mouth sounds because... It is. Okay. So, after podcasting... Okay. Pre-podcasting, never noticed anyone's mouth sounds. Now, I notice when people do them all the time. Oh, yeah. And it's just... I think it's a natural speech thing for everyone. I mean, your mouth is wet. It's going to make noise, like... (laughs) Right? Yeah. We do try to edit them out... So you don't have to listen to them, but... Yeah. I think it's very hard, like, when you watch a video, because it's like, you can't just cut the sound. Like, at least with audio, I can cut this yeah. shit out, and you guys have no idea. Yeah. Like, I like sometimes I'll string sentences together from, like, three different places in a sentence I didn't even say and put it in the podcast to be like, yeah, that works. <laughs> and most of the time, it sounds pretty good. And not obvious that it's um, cut together. Yeah, sometimes it's very hard to cut the magic it of editing. Well, but yeah, it's interesting what I can actually get away with. Sometimes mm. I'm looking at like, oh god, I'm getting really good at just like eyeballing where I need to click and drag, and then like there's very little yeah. like, fucking around with it. I think also like the noise gate cuts out a lot of the mouth sounds, so that's why I think we don't do it as much. But look, I'm just gonna continue thinking that I don't do it as much. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, you listeners should be doing a, a whole bunch sharing our podcast. <laughs> that segue. I'm just trying to think of ways to like move it to the front of the episode because I honestly I gotta I mean I wish I could check the analytics and see it, but ours don't let us do it. Like where people stop listening because I'm imagining most of you probably do leave after the final story. You don't get to hear our um 
BTS rants. Oh yeah, uh, BTS fucking chicken nugget. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And look, that's fine. John that's Cook not what everyone's is the here reincarnation for. of John Cook. <laughs> so this is great because anyone who didn't hear that is now like, what the fuck? <laughs> And now they have to go back and listen because that was like two weeks ago. So you're welcome. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'll admit, especially if it's a podcast that I listen to regularly, I do not listen to the unpub. Yeah. At all. I know what they're going to say. Yeah. Same thing on like a lot of YouTube videos, unless it's someone I really like or I just think they're fun to listen to. But like most mm. of the time I was like, you know, I watch those bloody um, Corridor Digital VFX stuntmen react videos every Sunday when they come out. Never watch the last five minutes because it's like, I don't really know what it is. It's not them erecting to videos, though, so I just click off. It's just well, some with other that, guy we should probably stop rambling so that people don't get bored and click off this. And head straight um, to our... What's well, that headline? I, did, did, I was going to say, did you, did you come up with a name for the head, headlines? Still working on it. Still working on it? Okay. Well, mm. I've, got, I've, got some, I've got some headlines for you. I had one too, and I forgot what it was. I remember yesterday, but you know, my weekend was pretty wild, so... Be with me. Okay. Well, if you remember, we can include it next oh, week, well. so that's okay. Since these are not time sensitive at all. Mm. Although I will admit, all the ones that I have been using are recent, like as yeah. in the past week. This one, I have questions, but I didn't read it. Ringo Starr of the Beatles, um, just in case anyone didn't know. So Ringo Starr drops legal battle against Ring O penis rings. <laughs> Why was oh. he having a bit? What? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> God, you really are the weirdest Beatle, Ringo. Really is, uh, but Most I appreciate it. Most notable for narrating Thomas the Tank Engine since his career as a Beatle. Really? I actually didn't know that. Yeah, he was the narrator of Thomas the Tank Engine. It was Ringo Starr. Wow. Yeah, he's not okay, anymore, but he go. was back in like, the 90s when I was growing up. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Florida woman named Booze crashes into Taco Bell sign while driving drunk. Her name is Booze. Her name is Booze. Like B-O-O-Z-E. Yes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm glad my country has a bad names list. Like the government tells you if you can't give yeah. your kid that name. Like, fuck no. <sighs> sea lion opens gate to crash fisherman's interview about a plague of, li- of sea lions. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God, they're the here. Thing. A plague of sea lions? <laughs> so I feel like it's just uh, reinforcing the fact that there is a plague. <laughs> Where's that plague happening? Because I'm sick of this COVID. I'll take the sea lions. I didn't read it, so I'm not sure where that was. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, this like, one knocking I knocking down the door and be like, oh, 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 oh they're coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, that got violent. Um, so I included this one not because it's a wild headline, but because the story itself was crazy. But, yeah. Parkland school shooting victim's dad tricked an NRA director into speaking at a fake graduation. Did you see that? No. Oh, my God. Look it up after this. It was amazing. So it was um, a chair for every school shooting victim that would have graduated this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was just speaking to empty chairs. He thought it was a rehearsal. Right. And some of the quotes that were pulled from that are insane. Like they're out as well, like about how he was kind of saying like, I'm sure, you know, when you grow up, you'll see that, you know, pretty much guns are what we need. Um, Jesus. It was really fucking bad, but also good on that person for doing it. Mm. So it was just to prove a point, obviously. And I think point made. Right. Which shooting is this? Because I don't pay... i got to be honest, I don't pay attention to shootings in America anymore because... There's too many of them? Just, don't know which one just, it is? It's just a part of life there, you know? You go to the baseball, um, you go to the shooting. So it was it was organised by uh, one of the victims of the Parkland school shooting, mm-hmm. um, but apparently it was for people across all of them. Right. So... Because, yeah, I've, I've seen interviews with that guy uh, before and he's trying to get, um, you know, obviously gun reform and he doesn't want that to happen to anyone else's children. What mm. a monster, right? I'm sure that's what the NRA is saying. Probably. 
Okay. For two hours, a Massachusetts bar accepts Monopoly cash. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just say free drinks, guys. Because <laughs> that's what it is. It's actually not about it. Because one of the bars I work at for our, um, when people come in and open up a tab for big groups, we give them like decks of cards so that we know mm-hmm. who's on the tab when there's like multiple groups there. Yeah. But maybe giving out Monopoly money so they can come pay with that instead. That's <laughs> kind of fun. This one, I'm, I have questions, like a lot of questions. Um, please break up exorcism at Home Depot. <laughs> they didn't have a cross and they didn't have time to take it home after they built it either. So <laughs> went and got one. I mean, this is the equivalent of walking into Bunnings with you with your snag and there's an exorcism going on in one of the aisles. <laughs> what the fuck? Can I get a taco? <laughs> no, what was that? Can I get a waffle or something? <laughs> oh god um, i don't know if you heard about this story either but it was big news this week and it's just whoa, whoa redneck rave at kentucky park ends with 48 people charged throat slashing and an impalement jesus yeah and they're organizing another event for october just fyi so i actually did hear about that story before i seen the headline good god this one i just want to know why they're giving out this many tokyo olympics athletes are warned to not use 160,000 free condoms why so many? Why not to use them? I didn't read the article. I don't know. No, we need children, goddammit. No, there's safe sex. <laughs> we want a fleet of Olympian babies. Oh my god. <laughs> California's historic drought is causing drinking water to taste like dirt. Just add lemon, officials say. Gross. I remember we had those big fires when I first moved to Australia back in 2003 in Canberra. Apparently, like, mm-hmm. um, black man, he had, he was something he had, like, they had ash in their water for months afterwards. They had to filter it all. That doesn't surprise me. Also, if you're listening, hi, blogs. <laughs> Woman fakes pregnancy to both her boyfriends and has one kill the other with a toilet lid. Holy fuck. <laughs> That's a fucking wild ride, isn't it? Jesus. Why a toilet lid? Yep. I don't know. I feel you like choose your weapons lid. better. I feel like that's a bad way to go out. Uh, what's that other like, killed, classic killed like, joke headline? Lid. What are you going to do? Stab me with that squirrel, says man before stabbed with squirrel. <laughs> Okay, last one. I just thought this was cute and I thought you might appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, elderly zoo penguin with arthritis gets shoes to provide relief. Oh my god! Little penguin with little shoes on! Did he have to line up at the sneaker store? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't read it. He might have. I don't know enough it's about... It's fun to pretend that he did. I don't know enough about sneaker culture to like make some fun jokes here, but <laughs> I do think sneaker culture is weird. But hey, um, same, but I also feel like there are a, a, like a thousand other worse uh, hobbies to have. I mean, sneaker so. culture is basically pop vinyls for your feet, right? Exactly. Just uh, somehow more expensive. Way more expensive. And usually you have to line up for them, so. And often they're just as ugly. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, fuck, drop my phone. <laughs> Don't be throwing that around. I'll do what I want. <laughs> Okay, so we, we already discussed, but I'm going first. Is that right? I feel like I've just talked a lot Correct. now. Now I'm going to talk a lot again. Yes. Sorry if you hate my voice. Do not stop this speaking. Is a bad episode for you. I mean, if they hate your voice, they probably wouldn't have made it 74 episodes in. But at least, like, you know, usually you get a break from me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this, my first story, it's I am bending the rules quite a bit because this did not happen in Australia. Okay. It is, however, about Australian culture, so I feel like it does apply a little. Well, I mean, I did a story that was actually in Nevada last year, last week, so I I feel like Um, we're slowly, slowly edging our way out of (laughs) Australia, and soon we'll just be a podcast about weird news stories from around the world. Yeah, but, like, that's been done. I don't want to become that. Yeah. Or or just, like, generally that. I have a story Um, from, like, 1700 France I really, really want to tell on this podcast one day. (laughs) We'll we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get there. So this actually happened in the UK. 
but it's about an Australian-themed restaurant. Outback Steakhouse? No, no, not Outback Steakhouse. It, it's called the Outback Marsh Chapel, which I'm assuming is the suburb that it's in. Okay. So it's in northern England. Um, I think it's considered to be northern anyway. It's north of Sheffield, which I feel is north, but I don't know. I, I don't know enough about um, uh, the geography of England to know if that's really north. Mm. When, north of Sheffield. When does England say end and Scotland begins? <laughs> well, it has to say it ends with Scotland. <laughs> I think it ends with Hadrian's Wall if it's still there, isn't it? Oh, I have no idea. Right, I'm looking up Marsh Chapel, and yeah, it yep. looks like it's it's pretty much in line with Sheffield, but on the eastern coast. Mm. So yeah. Okay. So the whole story is about this this Australian themed restaurant made a Facebook post that they've gotten in a little bit of trouble for. Okay. <laughs> and I I'm going to read that to you now, and then we can discuss. So the post reads, As it's Charlotte's day off from handling my PR and admin on here, I'm covering today. There is a Saturday shift available at the Outback, so here goes. Vacancy for a Sheila with nice bazookas. Must have a great smile and smart lower regions, but not talk a lot. Must be fully conversant with Aussie footy, 4x4s, and eat steak cooked no more than medium rare. Being nice to the landlord at all times will result in an undisclosed bonus system, which the landlady needs no knowledge of ever. Tattoos, body piercings, Botox, silicon implants are all allowed, but must be read or checked by the landlord on a weekly basis. Uniform is provided to the lucky Sheila. Please message Charlotte for an interview. What the fuck? Do you want to have a guess as to why it didn't go down so well? Because <laughs> he's like, I'm looking for someone. Wait, what's a smart, un- what? Smart nether regions? Is that what he said? Yeah, smart lower regions, whatever the fuck that means. I, he doesn't like there to be a bush, I guess. Um, did he just say he's going to oh, sleep right. with the fucking... That is the implication, yes. <laughs> I mean, he didn't outright say it, but he heavily implied it. Okay. So the post has since been removed. Can't imagine why. However, the owner, Frank Walsh, who's the one who made it, insists that the ad is fine. And the reason that he says the ad is fine is because it's just typical Aussie banter. No, I've never heard anyone here refer to no. boobs as bazookas. I mean, I have, but I've never heard anyone talk like that. Is he Australian? Ever. No, but he feels like that he he knows Australian culture because he spent 10 years here in the Navy. Right. Yeah, cool, bro. I don't, I don't know who he's hanging out with, but there's nothing about that apart from throwing in the word Sheila a few times which no one actually says, mm. that is anything to do with Aussie culture or how we speak or anything like that. I really feel like he's heavily using this as an excuse to be creepy to women. Yeah. I mean, the fact that he's even requesting a woman to begin with, isn't that legal? Um, isn't that discrimination? I don't know. To work at a restaurant? Maybe. I think it might. Oh, does is, do they have that law in the UK? I in have to UK? admit, I don't know. I assume that they would. But um, So look, I'll, I'll give you a quote from Frank Walsh. He said, it's just a joke. All of our friends got it straight away. It's a pure joke. It's ridiculous to think anything else. Of course, I'm not going to check tattoos, body piercings or any of the other stuff. The post is just a bit of banter. Here for the banter. I like traveling. I fucking hate that. Oh Honestly, can God. we strike the word banter from the dictionary? It's fucked. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Live, laugh, love. <laughs> uh, what, what's, the, what's the other one? The equivalent? Alive. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's so much better. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, I honestly think that he is using this as an excuse to be creepy to women. And when people went, no, 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 no. This is stupid. He went, oh, you don't get it. It's Aussie banter. It's just a joke, bro. It's just a prank, bro. <laughs> I 
Yeah, no. Uh, just a no from me, I think. Good God. What do you think? It's fucking weird, man. And then saying that he has to, like, check tattoos and body piercings. What the fuck? Yeah. I don't know how this is a joke. Like, it's not funny. If it is one. That man's just a pervert. Good. Yep. Man. Well, my first story is something quite wholesome. <laughs> okay. Wholesome on this podcast? I know, right? So there's a group of New Zealanders, and they're trying to raise 2.5 million New Zealand dollars within, at the time that this episode goes live, 11 days. Wow, okay. Why do you think they need this money? I have no idea. Well, they want to buy an aeroplane and have it flown back to New Zealand. Okay. Why? Um, so they're trying to save the last remaining and last purchased Air New Zealand Boeing 747. Right. Okay. So, All right. Oops. Okay. It's making more sense yeah. now. So what they want to do is they want to fly it back to New Zealand and have it be a attraction or a feature at the National Transport and Toy Museum, which I thought was a weird combination, but then I thought to myself, well, I mean, there's lots of toys made about transport, so yeah, absolutely. that's fine. In Wanaka, in New Zealand, uh, is a part of the country's aviation history. So the spokesman for the Bring Our Birds Home Group, which is the name of the organisation, Paul Brennan had this mm-hmm. to say, this is our one shot to reclaim this artefact, this icon of our social and transportation history for future generations. We've got a shot, but it's a hard one. And uh, when I tell you how much money they've raised so far, that's not an understatement. Okay. Yeah, so this particular 747 was purchased in 1998, which is quite late because, like, 747s are fucking old. Like, they've been around mm-hmm. a long time. Uh, it flew for New Zealand until 2014 when, you know, most airlines have started phasing out these planes. Like, I think they're really iconic. I think they look really cool. It's what I think of when I think of an aircraft. But the first one flew in January 1970. Like, it's a 50-year-old fucking plane design. The new ones are just better. They're, they're cheaper to run. There's more parts available. They're nicer on the inside. You know, the first plane ever flew in was one of these. I forgot to visit the cockpit. Right, okay. It was pretty sick. However, after this aircraft was retired, they sold it to a Spanish group who chartered it out before it was sent to Roswell in America. Because they keep... Went to Roswell? went to Roswell, where they keep planes for storage along with the aliens. I was about to say. Yeah. Did the aliens fly in? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Take it out for a little joyride? Yeah. I mean, what else are they doing in there? Come on. Yeah, what do the aliens do while waiting around in Area 51 for their time to go home? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Area 51's not in Roswell, but... Or is it? No. Well, it's in Vegas, isn't it? Utah? Area 51. Mm. It's in Nevada. Oh. It's in the middle of the fucking desert. Why did I think Nevada and Utah were the driven, same thing? I've driven past it. <gasps> did you go inside? Did you, did you Naruto run into it? No, you can't get anywhere it? near it. Are you kidding you me? You can Naruto no. run at it. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Unless you want to get sniped. I saw the video footage. You can Naruto run at it. <laughs> God, when was that? Yeah, was no, that there, It was a while ago. That was like pre-COVID. Fuck. Remember life back then? Mm, what a God. time. <laughs> anyway, so like 2.5 million is a lot of money for an old plane, but it's not just that they have to pay for the plane. Uh, they've got to pay for the pilots to fly it. Mm-hmm. And then for some reason, they also need to send the engines back to America if they get the plane to New Zealand, which means they're going to have an aircraft with no engines on it. Which, I, look, it's not flying, I get it, but like, would you want to preserve the engines for the museum? They'll probably, put fake, so. they'll probably put fake ones on. Anyway, so like mm. I said, they need 2.5 okay. million dollars. Um, by the time this episode goes live, they'll only have 11 days left to get it, because that's when they have to make the deal with the company who's scrapping the plane. How much do you think they've raised so far? Well, you said before that they had raised quite a lot. Uh, no. I said no? that I agreed with his statement saying that we've got a shot, but it's a hard one. Oh. Why did I think you said that? I don't know. Okay. Well, like half a million? That'd be pretty good. Um, as of the time oh, of writing- any, even that? From 500 donors, they've raised $38,000. Oh, that's so disappointing. Yeah. 
So unfortunately, well, it's looking like we're not going to save the plane, which is a shame because like this was the one that used to be. So when Lord of the Rings was a big thing, and New Zealand painted up a lot of the planes in uh, Lord of the Rings colours, and this one was the Two Towers plane back in two thousand and two, which also sounds kind of dodgy out of context. <laughs> kind of does, doesn't it? The Lord of the Rings, the Two Towers, not nine eleven, is what I'm getting at. Right, right, okay. Yeah. And um, in its years of service, it spent nearly eight years continuously flying. Like, if you add up all the flights, it did. It spent eight years in the sky. Wow. Mm. Okay. So it, it, it got a lot of use. It did. And they're going to scrap it. I mean, there's a part of me that's like, oh, it's kind of disappointing that you're just going to get rid of, like, history, basically. Yeah. Also, what else are we meant to do with it? Yeah. I think putting it in the museum is a good idea, but I also, like, yeah, it's a lot of fucking money to fly it back. And mm. it's also, like, really niche. I don't think it's going to happen, unfortunately, so... Well, I mean, I guess that's the other thing is like, is are you going to make back that investment? Probably not. No, definitely not. That's why they're looking for donors. Um, but they have already said mm. like, you know, like we're aware this is a fucking long shot and anyone who does donate, if we don't make the 2.5 million, you'll get your money back anyway. So, Although when I went to the donation page, the last donation was by uh, a guy called Craig, or if you're American, Craig. Um, <laughs> uh, and I was like, is that my uncle? Because he totally would. Maybe. You should ask him. <laughs> Just message him out of the void. Craig, did you donate money to save an aircraft? <laughs> I'm sure that won't be weird for him at all. Especially if it's not him. <laughs> especially because I like, only ever message him on like, his birthday once a year. Okay, we'll wait for his birthday. <laughs> it's another year away. It's in May. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Okay. I have to admit, I'm just procrastinating for my next story because it's really horrible. Right. So, big old trigger warning right here. Cool. Um... Trigger warning for sexual assault and rape. If those are sensitive topics for you, I would definitely skip past it. I will put a timestamp in the episode description if you need it. So I haven't, I feel like when we first started this podcast, I was responsible for all of the really bad stories. Yep. But I haven't really done one in a long time. Mm. So I was like, I've had this bookmarked for quite some time. It's it's time. It's time to. It is time. Time to tell it. Trust me, it's uh, not going to be anywhere near a good time as The Lion King. The ending of The Lion King is so fucking DC good. made. Like that last scene. Oh, my God. All of The Lion King is amazing. I know, but like that last scene my favorite in particular Disney is movie. like, God damn. Okay, so the events I'm about to describe to you happened back in January of this year. So not too long ago, but not too recent either. God, it's bad. I'm sorry. Um, a 28-year-old man was charged with sexually assaulting a 92-year-old woman. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. He broke into her home at Concord at approximately 2 a.m., which he then sexually and physically assaulted her. And this was all just so that he could steal her wallet and some cash that he found before fleeing. You don't need to do all that other stuff just to steal a wallet. No, you don't. You really don't. Um, I don't buy that for a second. I think this was a very sexually motivated crime. And uh, I don't know what's wrong with this man. And I don't give you any insight on that either because I don't really know anything about him. God. So somehow during the incident, the woman managed to press her emergency medical alarm. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, God, that would have been... A- I didn't even think about that. Oh. That's the thing that older people would have in their homes. Yes. But, um, so that contacts her son. Oh, interesting. It doesn't contact the hospital. No. So maybe it's like, you know, if she, you know, needs something, but it's not a full-on emergency. I mean, or- we both worked in security. I used to deal with these buttons getting pressed all the time. Yeah, they're called a duress button, right? No, there are specific medical buttons. Oh, yeah, so I used to do medical monitoring for like old people as well. So I don't think that where I wish we had medical monitoring. And, um, yeah, we'd like call them. They'd like activate, and then we could speak through the speaker directly to them and ask if everything was okay. And most of the time, oh, it was like so a cool. false activation, and like you just have this old person be like, "What? Who's talking?" <laughs> <laughs> 
Because, like, like, you know, like, you're fucking, you're minding your own business, you're retired, you don't give a shit, you're like, I'm fucking yeah, going about yeah. my day with your hard of hearing or some shit, and, like, the TV's on, like, fucking a million. And yeah. I was like, like, hello? Hello, are you okay? <laughs> and they're like, oh, fuck, the fucking button went off again. Da, da, da. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, okay, so uh, yeah, I didn't know that. I thought it was just a duress mm. button. So yeah, that 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 medical emergency uh, button contacted her son, mm-hmm. who obviously went to the house straight away. However, the attacker had already fled, um, but he contacted emergency services for this poor woman. Mm-hmm. Um, so fortunately, her physical injuries weren't too severe. Okay, she did get treated for cuts and bruises, and she did spend some time in Royal Prince Alfred. Sorry, that's a hospital for anyone who's not Sydney based. <laughs> Um, it's a sex thing. <laughs> There's a whole TV show about it, right? RPA, yeah. <laughs> RPA, yeah. <laughs> so she did spend some time in there, but she was released without. Wait, isn't there a hospital in Concord? Why did they take her there? <laughs> I don't know. It may have been maybe um, the closer hospital couldn't deal with yeah. the forensic side, mm. maybe possibly because RPA is like a big hospital yeah. in Sydney. The man was arrested the next day, oh, and I unfortunately have no idea how they managed to catch him. So I don't, I don't know what details they got, how they found him. Nothing I googled about it would say. So there must be a reason for that. Um, but it did seem like he was on the run because when they arrested him, he was sitting in a gutter with no shoes on. What is it with you and shoes about stories about shoeless men? I know, right? Keep your fucking shoes on. No one wants to see your feet. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, I have to make some light of this because it's really fucking bad. Yeah. So the the details of what he what he did are really disgusting, and I'm not going to go through them here. But what I will say is already fucking bad. So what I am going to say is that the sexual assault that I referred to was actually rape, and he spent the best part of 90 minutes assaulting her. Fucking hell! All to get a wallet. So it's of not course. like yeah, it's all it all, was. All to get all to get a wallet and some fucking cash. That's why I don't believe that this was about the cash. Not really. Nah. Yeah, you, know, you don't spend 90 minutes assaulting a woman. Because you want to get a wallet. Doesn't make any sense to me. Well, fuck it. So um, you, you can find out more details about what happened to her. I don't recommend it, but it's out there if you want to find it. Oh, I'm glad they got the guy. I'm glad they found him too. And it, it was quick, so they must have had something. But I just, I feel so, so bad for this woman who had to spend that long a time going through that. Like, so um, Detective Acting Superintendent Chris Burwood, which I thought was kind of funny because Concord's kind of near Burwood. Mm. And that's his last name. So that's why they put him at that um, station. So he had, yeah, so he had this to say about the crime. He said it was a very, very confronting scene. When you're dealing with the most vulnerable members of our community, to see something like this is probably one of the most appalling things I've seen in my 30 years of policing. <laughs> this is the list of charges that the man ended up receiving: okay. aggravated breaking and entering, committing a, a serious indictable offence. I don't know what that means. Aggravated sexual assault. Inflicting actual bodily harm on a victim, sexually touching another person without consent, and assault occasioning an actual bodily harm. He'd better be in jail for a long time, is all I'm going to say. I bet he won't be. I bet he won't be as well. And that's the most frustrating thing. This hasn't resolved. He hasn't hasn't had his sentence, but I can guarantee it's going to be piss poor. And that's like the most frustrating thing. Yeah, it always is. I don't know why they don't take like sexual crimes like this more seriously. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, just... Who fucking knows? So I am going to end this on some good news in that the woman is doing well. She has recovered. She was released from hospital um, and she didn't have any long lasting injuries. However, I would say that the physical injuries in this case are probably nowhere near um, the emotional. What she would be yeah. going through mentally. Like, it sounds like she lives alone as well. So I'm sure she's not comfortable exactly. doing that anymore. Um, can you imagine um, like being afraid in your own home like that? Yeah. Like it's such a violation on so many levels. 
that especially at 92, like 92 years old, and that's what ends up happening to you. It's fucked. God. So yeah, that was our story, but it's a really, really horrible one. Right. Well, this is going to be a lot of whiplash. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, technically mine also involves, well, it did involve a hospital when I initially reported on this. So way back in episode 11. Wow. Okay. That's a long yeah, time ago. It was like back in early March before COVID. We hadn't had lockdowns or anything like that. March last wow, year. Wow. A much more innocent time. You may remember I did a story on a bunch of baboons that escaped in Sydney from the hospital. Yeah, I do remember that. Well, here we are 16 months later, and we finally now know how they managed to actually escape, because that was not known Oh my god, <laughs> they've actually finally released details of this, or have they just found out? They finally released the details. <laughs> okay, So right. The answer? Bad maintenance. Mm-hmm. The cage they were being transported in was poorly maintained, and someone left the door open by mistake. Oh my god, could you imagine being the person who left the door open by mistake? <laughs> yeah. As I said, they didn't want the information to be made public, but the Animal Justice Party, which apparently is an actual political party in Australia. It is, Minister yeah. Emma Hurst, she had the minutes from the Department of Primary Industries meeting released, uh, and she had this to say on the situation. Quote, This is what the industry won't admit. Use of animals for experimental purposes is only accepted by society because no one knows what is happening. The results of this investigation were never released, and details have only now become public after a call for papers by the Animal Justice Party. Clearly, the government and the secretive animal experimentation industry never planned to release these details. They would rather the public forgot about the three baboons that escaped last year, because their faces remind the public that in New South Wales, we still experiment on primates. I mean... It's a fair point. Mm. Although, got to note that these particular baboons, they were on their way. The male was going to have a vasectomy, if you recall. Right. So this wasn't for experimental purposes. No, but they are being bred for like that. Like, that's why they are these baboons out in Western Sydney. Yeah, they are in New Zealand. Sorry, in New South Wales, they are breeding baboons for medical science experiments. Okay, that feels icky. Mm. So the minutes also revealed that the company had no backup plan or any procedures in place for the event of a baboon escape. Oh my god. I feel like that's something if you're transporting baboons, that's a thing that you should probably think about. Yep. They didn't even have like a second door or airlock. Like when I was at the zoo, every cage pretty much had an airlock you'd have to go through so that if one door was open, then mm. if you go through a second one. The only one off the top of my head I can think of was like the sugar glider one, but like they would only get out into a maintenance hallway anyway and they couldn't go further than there. So it's not like they're going to get the public. And they're sugar gliders. I'm just thinking, yeah, they're tiny. They're not hurting yeah. anyone. Um, <laughs> okay. Like, I'm thinking about every single stupid fucking OH&S thing I've ever had to do at work. Mm-hmm. That was made no sense. But people transporting baboons yeah. didn't need yeah. one. You know, like, I had to, I had to sit play. down and take an education course at one of my jobs about how to use a fucking staircase after someone fell over. Yeah, that was a, a part of um, an induction in my last job. <sighs> it's like, to use the stairs. Hold the handrail. <laughs> So we, we so have these, to sit through stuff like yeah. that, but, but but they they don't need a plan. Nah, that's fine. fine. Don't worry about it. Just fucking put the baboons <laughs> in the cage. Should we close the door? Ah, maybe. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, it was also reported that the baboon transportation was understaffed. So they didn't have enough people to move <laughs> okay. these monkeys. And then on top of that, now those poor buggers have to sit through a fucking educational video on how to close a door. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> there you go. So basically, no plan for if they got out. Not enough staff. Yep. They really shouldn't have been transporting no. those baboons. No. I wonder if he ever got his vasectomy in the end. I assume he must have. I assume that that didn't stop the procedure from going ahead. <laughs> definitely don't want to delay it. Mm, maybe. Uh, I mean, I, I'm assuming that's why he wanted to escape in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep my bits. Imagine if they had gotten out and like we never like recovered them and there was just like a wild baboon population roaming Sydney. And n- next minute, it's not, you know, um, big cat theories. 
It's baboon theories. Where are the just like that one city in India where the baboons are like everywhere, or well, the monkeys are everywhere. But in Australia, we've just got fucking <laughs> baboons riding bin chickens. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, God. It's just Planet of the Apes, but like really bogan Australian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be, um, that'd, that'd certainly be something. Okay. I'm assuming we're up to my last we story. Are. Okay. So this one is a, is, is a weird one. I don't know how these things happen to people. But anyway, for the majority of her life, Mary had had a lot of pain associated with the right side of her nose. Mm-hmm. And it had been like that since she was a kid. So it was kind of a normal. She got a crayon up there. No, but there is, there is something up there. So, however, after she got a COVID test last year, mm-hmm. the pain got worse. Oh, oh no. So, yeah, so, mu- so much worse that she ended up this year having to get surgery to figure out what the cause of the pain was. So what they did t- find in her nose was a tiddlywigs piece, which if you haven't played that, I will explain it in a second. But it had gotten up there approximately 37 years Fucking ago. Fucking hell. It had been in there so long that calcified material had grown around it inside her nose. Ugh. Yeah. So she had previously been diagnosed with a chronic sinus condition. Nah, bro. The COVID test had. (laughs) But the COVID test had dislodged the tiddlywink and caused an infection. That's why there was so much more pain. Yeah. Um, And that's how she ended up in hospital and needing surgery. Can you imagine if this pandemic had never happened? She would have lived her whole life. Yeah, and she's still living with that. (laughs) Have have you played tiddlywinks? I think I have as a kid. I had to look it up. To remind myself what they look like, but they're just little plastic discs that you. I've definitely yeah, played you it. Press down on them to like flick them into a cup. Yeah, so you have like a bigger disc that you use to flick smaller discs into a cup. Yeah. it's um, it's hard to explain. So I definitely they look like little recommend coins. YouTubing yeah. it. They so the pieces are really flat and round. They kind of look like a five cent piece, or if you're American, like a penny. Yeah. I definitely cannot imagine that being comfortable up the your nose. The name of all the parts are you have the pot. The winks, which are the little ones you're flicking into the pot, and then yep. your device you use to flick them is called the squidger. <laughs> it's a fun game. Like I remember playing it as yeah, a kid. Yeah, like I haven't played this since I was in like my first school, way back in like yeah, pre- like I, I played one. it as like a little yeah. kid. So <laughs> Mary said that she does remember when it might have happened. Um, she said her and her siblings were putting the pieces up their nostrils to blow them out to see how far they would go. <laughs> <laughs> Some advanced tiddly Such a kid thing to do. Right there. <laughs> so she said that it's possible that she inhaled once by accident instead of exhaling. God. Um, and that she didn't tell her mother about it because she was scared <laughs> that she would get in trouble. And over time, just kind of forgot about it. <laughs> did I do a story um, on this and podcast about a kid who got something up his nose? It's the same thing. I, I remember you. Um, I remember you telling that story about the the scientist who ever got the magnet stuff up his nose. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I just don't know how you're like, okay, so I, I kind of remember inhaling a, a tiddlywink. Did they never give her an x-ray? Well, they did. So they did in the end. No one x-rayed her when she was complaining about the pain and the discomfort. Mm. But when um she, like the pain got so bad that she ended up in like the hospital, yeah. they scanned her there and they said that they could see something. They just didn't know what it was. Good God. Poor woman. <laughs> so she had had that bit of plastic up her nose. 37 years. 37 years. And knew that something was wrong and no one bothered to like x-ray or do a scan or, you know. Uh, <laughs> I, I hear stories like this and I'm like, how does this happen? Just insist on an x-ray, everyone. If there's something going on inside you and they haven't yeah. x-rayed you, just fucking demand they do it. Yeah. Like I think um, 
I think like you know yourself and if you know something's wrong, insist, insist on someone taking it seriously. Because like, <sighs> yeah, could have been resolved like years and years ago. Who knows what damage I did to her nose? I mean, well, all I ever used to do, you put them in your eyes like little glasses. Yes, I remember that. Because they're like a clear colored plastic. So when you look through them, everything goes that color. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, I wonder who invented tiddlywinks. I wonder how much money they I made. don't know. It's such a strange game, but it's like, fun. I'm looking at images and like there are so many like old, like it looks like it's been around a while. Like, there's so many covers of like old boxes and stuff. So you probably have played this in your country, mm. wherever you're living. Yeah, I, I imagine you, I, I remember playing it when I was like golf? five. <laughs> World Tiddlywinks Championships. <laughs> I've got to send you this image because like this man is fucking concentrating. He is tensely looking at these tiddlywinks, man. <laughs> when I there looked it up on, uh, oh my god, <laughs> he is um he's in it to win it. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, when I looked up the video to like refresh my memory on how it worked, mm. it was all just grown men around a table. Yeah, there was no there was no children. Tiddlywinks is a serious right? business only game. Thank you very much. <laughs> What's that weird, like, gamble game you guys have? Two-up? Yeah. Why is it illegal on every day of the year except Anzac Day? I mean, I, I'm not sure that there's a reason. I'm, sure no, I'm sure there is a reason for it. I just don't know what mm. it is. It, I mean, it must have been a game that the Anzacs played is all I can think. Yeah. And that banning it on every other day of the year is, you know, respecting them. So, look, why is two-up illegal? Two-up is illegal to play because the game is an unregulated form of gambling. So the government gets no money out of it. Oh, I <laughs> I went for a much nicer mm. reason. Realistically, government get no money, you don't get to do it. Yeah, <laughs> it's an unlawful game. The maximum penalty for mm. participating in a game is 50 penalty units, which is 5,500 Australian dollars, or imprisonment for 12 months, or both. Can you imagine going to jail for playing fucking two-up? <laughs> two-up is a game where they put coins on a stick and they throw it up and you bet on what the outcome is going to be of the coins landing. Yeah. You mentioned going to jail for it's that. Uh, what are you in for? I killed a man. What about you? I played two up. <laughs> I played two up at uh, one past midnight on the 27th of April. <laughs> I mean, gambling is heavily taxed here, so I get it. Fucking greedy. Well, yeah. I mean, hello. Uh, no, government. Okay. So I had a weekend. So, the <laughs> so this is a personal story from this what I understand. This is a personal story about my weekend. Um Okay. Because I've, once again, had a weird misadventure of my life. You know, just, like, <laughs> this is just shit that just happened. Like, I'm, like, I'm not surprised that any of this that happened, but it's fun to tell people. <laughs> so on Friday, I got ready for work. I left. I came over to your place to help you do cat stuff. Mm -hmm. We had KFC. This is important that I ate KFC. Oh, this is important? Yes. Okay. I ate KFC at, like, what, two in the afternoon? Yeah, it's about that. All right. Then I drove to my other, my job. And I sat in my car for a while because I got there too early. And I went inside and I worked a shift. It was pretty busy. Got to the top bar, though. Having a great time. Finally get to knock off at midnight. And so I have my mm -hmm. knock off drink at work. And then, like, I'm leaving. And I go downstairs. And the bar manager's there. We're chatting. He's like, hey, how do you knock off? I'm like, nah, I just had upstairs kind of thing. He's like, get another one. I'm like, nah, I'm going to go to the bar over the street. I'm not telling people where I work. <laughs> <laughs> I go to the bar over the street. And he's like, oh, yeah, sick. That sounds good. Uh, I might see you there. I'm like, okay. So I go over there. Walk in scan in, sit down, order a drink, minding my own business. And this woman walks in. She goes to the bar, she's standing next to me, she's ordering, she's signed again, blah, 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 orders a double kraken, straight. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, and then somehow she buys me one. Said like okay. two words to her. So I'm like, okay, cool. So we get chatting, we start drinking kraken, and then my bar manager turns up. 
and we all start hanging out for a bit, you know. But uh, the, the bar we went to was only open for an hour. So there for an hour, having drinks, blah, blah, blah. And then it closes. And I've received a message from my other co-workers at my other job being like, we're going to that Mexican bar. I'm like, okay, I'll see you there. So eventually, um, my barman is like, no, I have to do work tomorrow morning. I'm leaving. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So me and this woman, mm-hmm. we go to, I'd get my car and drive to the fucking Spanish bar because there's only a couple blocks, but I wasn't leaving my car where it was. Mm-hmm. We get there. We leave Mexican bar at like six in the morning. Been drinking for like eight hours at this stage. <laughs> okay. And we're like, oh, okay, what are we going to do? So we go back to her place and we keep drinking and like watching YouTube videos. And at one stage, we were just like, try to slap each other as hard as possible. Don't know how that happened, but it was... Oh, my God. Okay, hang on. Wait, how many people are there? It's just me and her. Okay. Just just how the night's going, all right? And by night, I mean it's like the okay, sun okay, is up. Okay, it's okay. fucking nine in the morning. And at some point, okay. we're in the kitchen, and all of a sudden, she's face down on the floor. What the fuck? Just like face down the floor. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? How did this happen? And she's like, she's sucking yeah. up. I'm like, oh, my God, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm all right. And she looks at me, and there is the biggest fucking gash in her head. It is split open. I actually, I found it when I got home tonight. I have a photo of it if you want to see it. I don't, I don't she was think like, I do. Show me it. I'm like, okay. And so I'm like, what the fuck do I do now? Because like, this is bad. You take her to the I'm hospital. Pissed. I can't drive. Well, someone's got to get her to the hospital. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not even entirely sure. Like, I knew roughly where we were, but I didn't know the address. I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do? She's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I think you have to go to the hospital. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, it. So I show the photo and she's like, oh, that's pretty bad. I'm like, yeah. And also, like, we hadn't noticed, but her foot was also <laughs> bleeding for some reason. Somehow when she fell over, she also cut, like, the back of her heel open. Fuck. And we're like, what the fuck? And we don't know. We have no idea what she hit her head on. Like, it wasn't the counter. It wasn't, like, a handle. There was no marks or anything like that. So I'd, maybe just the impact on the floor. Because there was, like, a little, you know, like, yeah, sometimes, maybe. like, when the carpet ends and goes under tiles, they have, like, that little metal thing. I think yeah, she hit yeah, her head yeah. on that. But. Right, okay. So I somehow managed to very drunkenly call an ambulance. I remember speaking to them. I was very composed and, like, trying to say things and, like... I was like, what's the address? So I get the address, call the ambulance. And like, I don't know how long we waited. Like, time was a bit, you know, we'd been doing shots on Maker's Mark for like four hours after being at that other part of six in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, I've been up for like nearly 24 hours at this <laughs> stage. I'm quite drunk. Ambulance comes and they're like, yeah, we're going to have to take you to the hospital. This definitely needs stitches kind of thing. They give us all the usual questions. And I'm like, getting ready. I'm like, all right, cool. Can I come? And they're like, no. And she's like, yeah, no, I need you to like stay here and look after my cat. Okay. Oh my god. Lovely cat, by the way. His name's Pikelet. Super lovely, soft little boy. Yeah, but you don't know this no. person. And I'm like, okay. Um, all right. So I'm now I'm just alone in her house with a cat. Oh my at god. Like Twelve. I don't fucking know what's going on. Luckily, at some point during the night, we had exchanged numbers. That's just lucky. I, I don't remember doing it. Um, I'm in her photos like something bar the place we're at and her last name is also my phone is like first name bar okay what the fuck do i do now so i fed the cat and then i went Mm -hmm. and like i'm still drunk and i just like sat on her bed (laughs) and then like fell asleep sitting up and then i woke up a few hours later i'm like oh fuck i'm really uncomfortable it's like three in the afternoon now i check my phone and i'm like she's tried calling me there's like a miss like a text i'm like shit sorry i was asleep what's going on no response from her okay don't know what to do set an alarm for an hour fall asleep again in her bed which i never asked to use by the way i just fucking i mean i feel like the circumstances make I could it have okay slept on the couch you know like that would have been a bit more polite i guess i was drunk whatever <laughs> and so i wake up again at like 3 30 i've got a shift at six o'clock that night i'm meant to be working my other job six till midnight i'm like oh fuck mm-hmm. 
I have her keys. She doesn't even have her keys. I'm like, so I message work. I'm like, can anyone cover this shift? I have to go pick someone up from the hospital and work. Like, no one could do it. And I'm like, well, look, I'm just going to be late. So I meant to start my shift at six. I'm like sitting there. There's no response. She's like, I could hopefully leave soon kind of thing. I'm like, okay, well, look, I have to go to work. Message me when you need pickup. And so I'm in my car. I'm driving. And just before I get to work, like my phone goes off. So I pull over the road. I check it. And she's like, yeah, you can come get me now. I'm like, fuck's sake. <laughs> so now I have to work out how to get to this hospital and how to get to the section she's in. And I end up like, right. I drive down. I fucking pull around. I find somewhere to park. It's like 10 minutes early. Like, oh, fuck. Okay. Well, look, I've, I'll just, it'll have to do. I go inside. I got to sign in. And like the hospitals do not use the COVID login that everyone else uses. They use their own form and it's like three fucking pages long. I'm like trying to fill this in, trying to fill mm-hmm. it in. Yeah. I'm here to pick someone up from a short stay. I, where is that? And it's like, oh, it's just here. What's their last name? I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. And I'm like, it's so-and-so. They came in like midday with a giant hole in their head. And she's like, oh, yeah. And so they sent me down. And like, I walk into like a short stay and just lucked out that she was walking down the hallway from getting a glass of water at the same time. So I'm like, all right, cool. And then we get stuck at the hospital for like an hour waiting for the doctor to come. Of course, of course. They turn up, they take the little catheter thing out of her arm and it bled like crazy for some reason. You know, like, because she was on the drip. Been drinking. Maybe. Hello. Yeah, it was weird. Anyway, but the doctor comes in. And he sees me, he looks at her, and he's like, oh, I've got to say some things to you know, about like what happened, blah, blah, blah. Are you comfortable with them being there? And that's when I realized that he thinks I've done this. I think oh. the doctor thought I was an abuser. What the fuck? <laughs> Just from like the way he was like looking at me and like what he said. Oh, shit. <laughs> and look, I get it. It's part of the job. He probably does get cases like that all the I time. I mean, you have to be cautious yeah, about I that kind fully of thing, right? It. I'm yeah. like, oh, no, no, I can step out. And she's like, no, it's fine. You can stay. I'm like, Okay. But yeah, the whole time this doctor's there, I'm just like, he leaves. I'm like, I think he thought I was your abuser. And she's like, yeah, he totally did, right? I'm like, fuck's sake. <laughs> so now I'm like this random dude who's just picking up like his beat up partner who's just cut a gash in the... I don't know. Anyway, huge fucking cut. <laughs> she needed seven stitches. It's big. Like, I, you sure you don't want to see the... Fu- seven stitches? That's pretty serious. Yeah, it's big. <laughs> and it's like, it's like in a three-pointed, like skewed star shape almost. It's... Oh. Are sure you don't want to see the picture? <sighs> All right, send it to me. Apparently, like, when she was getting stitched up, they're like, oh, that's good. I can't see bone anymore. I'm like, fucking hell. I'm so glad, like, I recognized <laughs> oh. like, this had to be the fucking hospital. You're not going to see any of that in the picture. It's just bloody, but, like, it's a big fucking cut. Okay, good. I don't want to see there that. It's coming through now. But one of the problems was that uh, okay. because it's a head injury, even though her scan came back fine, they were like, you cannot be alone tonight. Yeah, absolutely. You someone, Fear of concussion yeah, and all that. You someone to like, be with you. Is there someone you can oh go? Oh, my God. Or is someone, <laughs> right? Oh, my God. Right? Oh, okay. He is not painting a word picture good enough for the gash that's it's in this girl's huge. head. It is huge. Yeah. And she's like to me, what happened? No. I'm like, I have no fucking idea. You were just suddenly on the floor. Oh, my God. That is so big. Alcohol, people. It's fucking fucked. hell. Yeah, you know, the weirdest part is I never got a fucking hangover from any of this, despite how long it went on for. Yeah, so now I'm in a position where, like, I'm already three hours late to work at this point. I'm telling them I'm still coming. In. I said to them, I will still be able to close tonight. I just got to take this person home from the hospital. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, no, my family's, like, way down the, like the other side of fucking Melbourne. And there's no one around. She doesn't have any friends nearby. She's like, I don't want anyone to know, like, that this happened because she's embarrassed. Um, I think people are going to know from the gash in your fucking head. <laughs> it ain't Problems small. later after it's scarred over. Um so I'm like, oh, God. Oh, all right, fine, I can do it. And that's when the doctor looked at me again. I'm like, I'm not the fucking abuser, dude. You're like, I actually barely know I li- this person. Excuse yeah, me. I met them like less than 24 hours ago. 
And now we're in hospital together. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I drive her home, stop off, get some vanilla coke along the way, and I like to, you know, I'll come back, but I have to go close the bar. Don't, like, fall asleep or anything like that, or if anything is bad, let me know. And she's like, yeah, that's fine. So I go to work, I get to work, it's fucking busy, it's, like, such a busy night. I felt so mm. bad. I'm just like apologizing to my staff. I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck? And I'm chatting to one of my coworkers and like, oh, you know the friend that I said I had to take to the bar? It was that chick from the bar last night. And she's like, what the fuck? So I work a really busy shift. I don't get out on the time. I thought I was hoping to get out, so I'm running late. Now, keep in mind, remember when I said I ate KFC? That was at like two yeah. in the afternoon on Friday. It is now yeah. nearly one AM on Sunday and I've still not eaten since then. I've done all this on an empty stomach. <laughs> Jesus Christ, CJ. <laughs> Hence why I lost four kilos this weekend. Jesus. <laughs> so I go back to her place and they were like, we just watched rom-coms until like four in the morning and then I crashed on the couch. I did order a burger and the fucked up part is I only ate half of it and then I felt full. Well, yeah, because your stomach's used to being I empty suppose. at this point. And then so she, she got a bit full and like, I'm just sleeping on the couch with this cat that will not leave me alone. Super lovely. Just wanted to be on me the whole time. <laughs> Lovely little boy demanding us patting his face. Great little cat. I wake up. <laughs> I get a call from my dad. I chat to him for a while. Like Time's rolling by. I'm texting him like, you're awake kind of thing. Like, I don't want to budge in your room and see if you're awake. But I guess like four in the afternoon. I'm like, man, I got to fucking go. I got shit to do. So that's when I finally just knocked on the door and mm. woke up kind of thing. Had some coffee. Had a chat. And I'm like, well, I got to go record a podcast. And she's like, oh, shit. Are you going to use this story? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I am. Um, so she will be listening to this on Wednesday. <laughs> and that's how I met one of my new friends. Um, <laughs> that's certainly a story. I wore the same clothes. I had uh, not showered. I had not brushed my teeth. Um, so I came home. No one's in the shared <laughs> room. I'm like, all right, cool. Well, I kind of like, I got stinky jeans from like working two shifts in those clothes. No showers or anything. Grabbed a beer out of the fridge. Had a shower beer. Had a really nice shower. Sat down. <laughs> wrote my notes. After brushing my teeth, and here we are. And I'm going to sleep so fucking good tonight, the first night, in two nights, that I actually get to sleep in a bed. But I'm pretty fucking exhausted. <laughs> How do these things happen to I you? don't know, alright? It just does. <laughs> like, that's the weird part, I guess, right? Where I'm like, yeah, this is a story that would happen to me. It's not, I'm, I'm, they're not happening all the time, but like, you know, it's like that like story about the guy who picked me up, I didn't realise, and you know, just, I don't know, shit just happens to me like this, okay? <laughs> Oh, man. I am. Um, I mean, I'm glad that she's okay because that is a fucking gash to yeah, the head. She said it was like throbbing um, last night, but when she woke up this afternoon, she said it was fine. Um, her main problem now is like the gash on the back of her leg, like on her ankle, because of where it is. It's like, you know, when you get a paper cut between your fingers and when you mm. move your fingers apart and it splits back open? She's like, yeah, every time shit. I stand up after sitting down for too long, it does that. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> Uh, oh, I forgot to mention the part where I cleaned up her kitchen because it looked like a fucking murder scene. There was so much blood on the floor. Yeah, head wounds. They bleed. Oh my God. And we still don't know what she... I was like looking around. I'm like, what fucking happened? What did she hit her head on? You would think that wherever she hit her head would have had some kind of blood on it. I mean, it didn't look that thoroughly. Maybe there is some there, but yeah. So that's what I did at uh, yeah, three o'clock this afternoon. I cleaned up dried blood off a kitchen floor. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever been so drunk that... um. I've just hit my head like that. Yeah. And, like, I don't know what happened. Like, there was nothing in there for her to trip on. Yeah, I have no fucking clue how it happened. And that's the worst part. <laughs> She's like, that's the part that's embarrassing. She's like, I don't want to tell anyone because I don't know. I don't want to say yeah, I was drunk like, and know, fell over. Which is fair. <laughs> I mean, it pales in comparison. My weekend. My weekend's boring. 
You met a dog? Or rather, the cat's met a dog? Yeah. Well, I mean, I also met a dog. Well, You'd already met it. I'd already met the dog. But yeah, okay. The, the cats met a dog, and they didn't hate it, which is weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was it, was... it was a long weekend. Like, I'm so <laughs> glad I have tomorrow off now. I'm just like, thank Christ. Jesus Christ, CJ. I mean, honestly, in a way, she's lucky it was you. Because I'm not sure that just anyone would spend their entire weekend... Uh, looking after someone they didn't know. Mm. What else are you meant to do? I'm not going to leave them there like that. I, absolutely, people would leave. That's a shitty thing to do. It is. Pixie, can you please stop meowing? Meow louder, Pixie. I can't hear you. <laughs> it might get picked up in the recording, so you might be able to enjoy that later. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, not. I don't, I don't think many people would stay for an entire weekend for someone they had just met. Yeah, well, yeah. it happens. I, I would hope. I would hope that most people would at least take them to the hospital. Yeah. But even then, I'm like, that's not a guarantee. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. What else was I meant to do in that situation? Oh, I mean, yeah. Absolutely. Also, what was the movie I watched last uh, night? That's Life or something? It's about, like, these two people who get, like, set up and, like, the date barely gets out of the car and then their friends die and they end up adopting their child and living together. Jesus Christ, okay. That's like a, a wrong car. I quite enjoyed it, a, actually. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, it's certainly a, a premise for a, a movie. Don't know what it was called now. I've got to tell you guys, it was a good film. You should watch it. <laughs> um, who was in it? I don't even know who was in it now. Uh, movie where couple raise dead friends. Kid. How many of those could there be? Life as we know it. Life as we know it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Keep Can't that in mind. It. I get it was a, it's a rom-com. It's not like amazing, but I was like, yeah, this is good, easy watching. It's got Catherine Heigl in it. That's right. Oh, yeah. She's in a lot of rom-coms. Mm. Yeah, so if you're looking for a decent rom-com, check that one out. I mean, it's only 29% Rotten Tomatoes, but yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that was certainly a tale. Yes. Um, Meanwhile, the whole weekend I had, like, my dad trying to call me and my mum messaging me and I'm just ignoring him. Like, I don't have time. I'm busy right now. <laughs> Shit's happening. But I'm not going to tell them. What are you doing? I'm like, oh, you know, I'm just in some chick's apartment I just met looking after a cat <laughs> cleaning the blood off the floor. Jesus Christ. Oh, this would only happen to you. Yeah, it really would. If you have weird stories <laughs> like what just happened to me, you can email them to us at fmedeadpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at fmedeadpodcast. You can visit our website at fmedeadpodcast.com. Please like, subscribe, leave a re- review if you can. I always have issues saying that for some reason. And if for whatever reason you'd like to donate to the show, you can do so over at kofi.com forward slash fmedeadpodcast. Is that it? I think that's it. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> thank you for going on that wild ride with us. You know, I had to get content and, uh, for the show, guys. So, you know, it was all... <laughs> That's all it was. It was, it was just for the content. <laughs> that's it. That's it. I went so far out of the way for content, I got myself profiled as an abuser at the local hospital. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much for listening again this week, and we'll be back at the same time next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.